Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, we're in. Cool. You know what I got to think about the other day? How terrifying it would be for a to read a sign that says do not touch in braille oh gosh <laughs> it's over by then where do you go do you, <laughs> do you think like do not touch oh no oh gosh oh man that's hilarious I should have uh <laughs> it, it, we had an intern. It, it was uh, it's been a well over a year ago, um, and one day we were at a red light at Starville, and they have the uh, the beeping crosswalk for mm-hmm. people. Yeah, and he's what's that beeping? I said that uh that's for blind people to let them know that they can cross. And he thought like because I screw with them all the time. He's like you're messing with me. <laughs> I'm I'm, de- I'm, not, I'm, 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 I'm not messing with you on this one. You need a, you need a you need a safe word. You need or not? Yeah, it's kind of like safe word. Pineapple, pineapple. I'm being I'm being serious. Yeah, I always say when I go when we go camping. You know, the whole time we're camping, we're goofing off and being yeah. funny about stuff and pulling pranks on each other and joking. But if it ever hits the fan and you hear the word pumpernickel. Mm-hmm. It just got real. Zero yeah. to a hundred. You need to pay attention to what I'm about to say. <clears throat> this is real. It's like the with the snake. Uh, yeah, pumpernickel. Pumpernickel. It's it's time. I, I need the gun. Give me the gun. But yeah, so it, it just so happened like three weeks after that conversation and him calling BS. We're at the we're at the four way of uh, Highway 12 in Louisville, right in the middle of Starville, and you know there's a blind guy with a stick. And he's waiting. I said, look, 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 look. It started, beep, beep. And he started crossing. Mm. And he was like, you wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, what do you think I just sit at home and think yeah. about? Like, okay, yeah. tonight I'm going to think of a reason why those crosswalks beep. Yeah. No, I don't do that. <laughs> you know, the our, our personalities, too, the way we... The way we take take things on, how we can be goofy a lot. Yeah, it, that can that could be that can be a negative in a certain situation. Because then you, you you definitely need to let everyone you know what the safe word is. Because I've had multiple people tell me, you know, well I can't tell you when I'm, when you're joking or when you're being serious. Yeah, a lot of people tell me that too. You know. And and that can, it can be uh, that could be a negative. Yeah, because like I mean, you might be like the most serious thing you ever said, and like people who are just don't know how to take you, they're like, oh, he's just, <laughs> he's taking a piss, you know? Oh, 
be like, hey, uh, <laughs> I got to go to the doctor tomorrow. I think I'm dying. It is. Will you take me? It's like, man, piss off. <laughs> Wakes up tomorrow. News. So and so died. <laughs> Golly, he was being serious. <laughs> no, they didn't say that. They just got to sit there with their mouth open, looking at looking at the screen. It's like, oh my goodness! Did he say pumpernickel yesterday? <laughs> it was the only time he was serious. I swear. <laughs> All right, safe word here is welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host Alan. This is an unbridled and untamed. I got Mr. Andrew Watkins Hello. here with me. And uh, delighted to be here. Hey, it's uh, we'll be transparent. This is a redo. We uh, we recorded last Sunday, and um, for those of you uh, unaware, we drop episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and uh, I typically record on the weekends. But we're uh, it's a Friday night now, and uh, Andrew contacted me halfway through the week and said, uh, I think we could do better. And so here we are to do better. Yes. Because uh, that last episode that yeah. we did, yeah, dude, that was fire. Yeah. The like, last last one we uploaded, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. The yeah. last one we recorded. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. <clears throat> I enjoyed it. I don't know. That's, that's the same thing. Like whenever, uh, same with Big John or Cobb or Monk is um, Monk never feels good about an episode. He'll text me like on my way home. He's like, I don't, I don't know about that one. He's humble. Hmm. Humble. It's a sign of humbleness. Yeah, I think. But I mean, we all do it. Like uh, Kyle will text. He's like, I don't know about that one. I was like, I, you, you should probably hear it. But like, I, I felt the same way that you did. Mm-hmm. I, it, not that it fell flat. It's no, it just was all right. It, it had. It just didn't have the high points like the one we had last done. Right on, man. Didn't have the high so there's points. a lot going on in the world right now, and uh, I don't want to spend a whole awful lot of time here, but I do want to bring it up, uh, just for people who may be unaware. Is um, have you been paying any attention to Cuba? Ah, uh, where was I? Oh, at Jessica's grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. She's all the time watching Fox News. Oh, I, she's a Fox lady. Yeah, I, I don't watch anything. At all. Well, how do you get your news, or do you? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I usually don't. Know. You know, in some places... You're uh, going to see everybody panicking because the comet's coming, and I'm going to be headed to work. Yeah. <laughs> Mad. I, yeah, I used to, I used <laughs> to, I used to be that way. Uh, you know, like, what's all these stupid people doing on the road? I got to get to work. I don't watch, like, Fox, CNN, or MSNBC, or, you know, those guys, but uh, I follow um, journalists from the left and the right that I like, uh, that I... I that I believe do true journalism and true reporting. And uh, I get on Twitter and I just let them tell me what's going on. And then I fact check it against other sources just to be sure. But it's getting to a point where I trust them. Yeah. Is ben and, Shapiro, and that's the thing about like, huh? Is Ben Shapiro considered a journalist? He's a journalist? He'd be more he of like a, an analyst type. He'd analyst. That, well, he's a political analyst. I listen to him every once in a while, like clips. Yeah. But you my, like him? My attention span is about 30 seconds, and then I'm done. Yeah. But I do I do listen to clips. He brings up valid points. I, I watched a clip of him talking to somebody about something, probably a feminist or something, or atheist, not atheist, uh, a liberal or something. I don't know. Yeah. And they made some stupid argument, and uh, he made this statement. uh facts don't care about feelings 
Yeah, and that was a meme. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And, I, and it might have been a long time ago. Well, I mean, just... When it happened or something. And think about that in the context of, like, the world that we live in now. It truly is... <coughs> It truly is a, a clown world. Like we're yeah, we're to the point to where we're saying two plus two might be five. Yeah. Do that with somebody's bank account. Mm. Yeah. Or do that like at the cash register. Oh, it's a two for four. That'll be five dollars. Yeah. The fuck it will. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, math's important. Well, every <laughs> ain't everything made of math. Uh, Everything's made of numbers. I don't know, like, apart from, you know, and this depends on where you stand, but, like, one of the most reliable things uh, in my life is math. Yeah. You know, because it's either right or wrong. There's no in-between. And that was, like, the and now it's getting to a point to where um, children are no longer going to be required to show their work for how they got their answer. You remember, like, if we done that when we were in school, you get points taken off, or they'd mark the whole thing wrong. I have to know how you got it. Why? Because I don't know if you were looking at your neighbor's paper. Yeah. You didn't write down stuff. What I did, you remember Mr. Wilson? And uh, I'm over it now. Like, uh, uh, it's okay. But I failed physics. It's the only class I ever failed. And I took it in summer school. And he happened to be the guy that was watching over summer school. And he's like, you made an A. And I was like, yeah, I failed on purpose. Why? Because I didn't like you. Mm. And plus, you kicked me out of the lab on day two. Like, Jessica, ask Jessica about some of those stories sometimes. Like, that dude was like, on his very first day, me, Kyle Troll, and Hunter Williams, we got into, uh, we started wrestling over a quarter right before the bell rang. And then he walks in and, like, we done flip the desk over and we're just being guys, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he immediately sends us to the office and he wants us to be suspended. Yep. Cause he knew he understood exactly what we were doing, pushing and testing. Yeah, wanted to see what we could get away with. It was like, you've already had Andrew and Ben and Jess. I was like, wait till you meet the folks of our grade. You know? Yeah. Cause uh, wasn't that a crazy couple of years for people? Think about two thousand three South Lamar to two thousand and nine, mm-hmm. and how ridiculous we were. Yeah. And then when two thousand ten came, it was like. Phew, Mm. Calm. Yeah. That's how it was. Cause that, that was a six-year span of, like, just yeah. a bunch of reckless dudes. Yeah. Just, and even our girls were crazy, man. Oh, our yeah. girls didn't take no crap. Didn't take nothing. Didn't take nothing. I remember Mr. Thompson paddled me one time before Mr. Wilson was there. Yeah. And uh, I can't even remember what I, what happened. It was something like what you was describing. We was probably goofing off in class or something. What you in the class Damn. where we said, uh, I ain't going to say his name, but uh, we set that kid on fire uh-uh. in Thompson's class, and uh, Miss Stringer was subbing that day? I remember that. Event, it was with Axe body spray and a cigarette lighter. Like, they doused his coat, jacket, whatever, yeah. in Axe. Because, you know, he was taking a nap on the desk. Yeah. And he was just spraying him. And then out of nowhere, here comes someone with a lighter and it just ignites his ass. <laughs> Let him up like a roach. Dude, like, and I didn't think, like, of course, like, what's coming out of that can would combust. Yeah. But, like, even what was on his jacket, like, fresh, it combusted, too. Like, he was literally on fire. <laughs> yeah, he was burning. <laughs> yeah. 
And like he was already, he was kind of an odd guy. Like um, he was, he was nerdy. He was in the computers. Matter of fact, for the rest of that year, with that class, Mister Thompson set him in the lab. Yeah. And gave him work. He didn't have to sit with us because we gave him such a hard time. Yeah. And I hated that for that kid. I yeah, I, felt, I, I, I didn't have stuff. any part of it. Yeah, but still. But, yeah, that that wasn't right. Yeah, but I do. Uh, what are you? What are your thoughts on bullying? Since the older I've got, the bigger my heart has gotten. I think. I think it's Definitely. important. I think uh, that having a, a child, a child, especially a girl, um, can uh, definitely broaden the heart of a yeah, man. I no matter imagine. how, no matter how tough he is, as daddy's girl. Yeah, if he's if if they're a good halfway good dad, that's how it's gonna be. But I I don't I hate it I really do you do I do you don't, I think is it is, it, think, is it ever right No bullying is never right True bullying is never right The problem I have is with I hear a lot of cases I know in schools or whatnot from the parent side of it But then I also hear the teacher side of it and what really happened Yeah and, you know Yeah I mean your what, wife's a teacher What's on camera You know what's mm-hmm. been shown and there's bullying's never right. I do not condone it. I hate it personally because no one should be treated badly. No one should. I agree no with one, that. No one deserves it. No, I think there is like no child deserves it. There are different especially. things that gets called bullying that is not. That yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I was about to say. Too. Yeah, go for it. Go there's for nothing. There's a lot of things that, uh, like you said, are are not. Not really bullying. Like, making fun of me for having my teeth knocked out in a car wreck, that is bullying. Yeah. I can't... That is... that That's a non-controllable mm-hmm. variable. Yeah. Now, if if you made fun of me for being overweight... Yeah. That, to me, is okay. Because that, that is a social pressure to be more healthy. And I'm, I'm not condoning, like, we should walk around and tell people that they're fat. Yeah. But... Like, I remember... Just kind of make it obvious. Yeah. Just, I, I remember the culture that we grew up in, it's changed so much you can't even do this, but if, if there was something about you that was sociably unacceptable... It was going to be... Exposed. It didn't have to be enforced by law. It was enforced by your peers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I believe that those things are important. Like, even now in, like, the workplace, it's like... Um, man, there's one guy that he gets a hard time because he likes to party. Yeah. And uh, people give him crap. And that is just like, that's a sense of professionalism. And like, dude, you're kind of getting old to, to do that. Yeah. If there is a cutoff for partying. Mm-hmm. But um, I believe there's a time to be serious and there's a time to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you get too old for either. No. But uh, it's crazy. Like, if we were on a baseball team and everyone on the team was riding me, maybe they su- they saw something in me. And they were trying to pull it out. Yeah. Or take it to modern day where, you know, we work. And um, maybe someone in the company is really giving you a hard time. But they're just trying to push you to get you to the best. Maybe they see that you could be a supervisor. Yeah. You know, and they push you. And Mm -hmm. they kind of bully you into that. But all they're trying to do is bring out that diamond in you. Yeah, that's that's one thing I was going to say is that... uh, the effects of bullying can be positive in certain situations. Yeah. 
because it can bring about change. You, you you mentioned your teeth get knocked out, yeah, and get made fun of that. Well, from what I remember, and I don't I don't specifically remember ever like I laughed at the jokes people made, so I guess I could be guilty by association, sure, whatever. But <clears throat> you embraced it. You didn't for a little bit, of course, because it was awkward yeah. at the beginning. But eventually, you embraced it. And people loved you for who you was then when yeah. you were missing teeth. Yeah, like when I got teeth, it, I didn't wear them. It helped you learn how to go through a hard situation. That's right. That you could not control and could do nothing about. Mm-hmm. And it, the outcome of that was good. So but there, the effects of bullying can be beneficial in some ways in certain, certain situations. That's why, I mean, how do you get a diamond? You got pressure. You got to put it under pressure. You pressurize that thing. That's right. Put on the and, hydraulic and, You know, pump, that was man. one thing that I was thinking about because I've been doing like um, these studies. Um, man, I, I've really been into the Bible lately. Yeah. And so I've just been going through Genesis slow. And I don't know if I'll, if I'll ever get through Genesis, but like just taking these little snapshot stories like Cain and Abel. It's literally a couple of sentences, but it says so much. There's so much there. And uh, and I and then I was just like reflecting on my own life, and I mean you just said it like I was reflecting that in my journal the other night, uh, with a couple of verses just to kind of make it personal uh, for the lesson. Is uh, I'm I'm so glad that I had to go. I'm I'm glad I got my teeth knocked out. I'm glad that I didn't have teeth throughout high school because, um, I learned at an early age who I was. And if you didn't like me, if you was just gonna make fun of me and put me down. Screw you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I've got my friends. My friends took up for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask them to. Yeah, they didn't. You know, and uh, man, like you said, it, it got to a point to where I, instead of just letting it bother me, I embraced it mm-hmm. and um, used it to your advantage. used it to my advantage. Yeah. If they made a joke, I'd make another joke. <clears throat> you know, I think we should all be happy of where we're at at all times. It's hard to good, do. Though. Good, or, I know it is, but good or bad, I think we all should be happy that of where we're at, because you can either look back and see where you've come from, or you can see where you're at and where you need to go. But either way, we need to be happy with where we're at. Because I agree with everything that. that happened before then, or yeah, before now, was meant to happen. Oh yeah, I don't believe in happenstance or this, circumstance. This is the way it was supposed to. Ha- this is the way it was supposed to be. This is what you were supposed to go through to be where you're at today. And even if you're in a bad spot right now, think about where you could be in six months. Think about what you can do from here out, and not focus on what was me- what was meant to be already, but focus on what is to come. Yeah, I agree with that. Stay, um, stay motivated. That's the thing about it, dude. Like, I've been finding, like, these different podcasts. Um, I just want to know what, like, people are listening to. And so I started looking at, like, algorithms and, like, age groups and uh, just to see what demographics we're listening to. I mean, this I've is got... interesting. I want to this. I've got my demographics. And, yeah. um, dude, Porch Talk does not reach uh, um, the generation below us. Like, from 18... Uh, they don't care about nothing. They don't care about nothing. <laughs> they but... do. But... Not this. That's what I'm saying. So, like, from 18 to 25 males, there's a show called Fresh and Fit. And there's also a show called Fit and Fresh. Don't get the two confused. But Fresh and Fit is like, um, it's a dating podcast, kind of. 
and it's a couple of guys and they'll bring in like feminists and they'll bring in like a, maybe a porn star. They'll bring mm-hmm. in these different girls, different archetypes and like they'll interview them. And these guys like their game is like fresh and fit. They want to teach you how to get laid. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in these feminists and like these different viewpoints from what they call the opposition. And like to use those interviews to show you just how easy it is. And dude, they're killing it. Like their YouTube, they ain't been on YouTube long. They're growing so fast. Their podcast is booming right now. Yeah. And they recently got invited on like some of the biggest podcasts out there, like mm-hmm. Tim Cast IRL. Yeah. And um, I mean, they've they're getting great guests like Hotep Jesus. If you're unfamiliar with him, check him out. I'm uh, Hotep Nation, baby. Um, it ain't cause Hotep didn't tell you. Uh, they they do a great job of uh, presenting information. Yeah. Early. Um, but uh, that's another big thing. Like these eighteen to twenty five year old males, man, they're they're really focusing. I couldn't imagine being that age right now. Like I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm thirty. Mm-hmm. You, you said the age thirty. You know, I, found, I saw something, read something the other day. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was interesting. That you know how, when a lot of people when they get to thirty, they start they talk about stuff starting to hurt and all the all the blinker blinker lights are flashing. Yeah, you need more blinker fluid. Ser- ser- service engine soon. Yeah, lights and all that. Before medicine really took off, yeah, I think I think it was in like the mid to late eighteen hundreds when it re- medicine really happened. The mortality, average mortality age of a male was thirty in the mid thirties. <laughs> so it makes sense that when we get thirty, our body's like, all right, it's about time to go. About that time. <laughs> about that time. You know, that's one thing. Like I've been like really trying to because man, I hurt. You and I both have had back problems. Um, you know, I've had to have ACL surgery. Um, you need to start doing yoga with me. That's what I was about to say is like, dude, um, in the mornings, if I'm not running late, I have a 15-minute routine that I run through, like stretches and mm-hmm. yoga uh, for breathing, uh, just for my joints, ligaments, and all that, just to stretch everything out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I used to make that joke from uh, Zombieland. I, let, just let me stretch first. Yeah. You ever seen a cheetah or a lion stretch before they take down a zebra? It's like stretching's dumb, right? But I was like, there's more to like yoga, and um, you know, a lot of people get freaked out, especially like in the Christian communities. Like, oh, yoga, meditation—that's that's Buddhism. Uh, you can use meditation in any kind of way that you want. I believe it's important to the clear Bible, your mind. The Bible says to meditate on the Word. That's that's, it, that's, that's my of, thing. Is like form of meditation. That's right. Is you know what the hardest thing to do in this world is, especially now with like the rise of the internet and social media, and like you literally have information at the palm of your hand. Yeah, it's so hard to be quiet in your own mind. Definitely. And you ever think about like thoughts? Where they come from? Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe in like original thought that you can have an original idea? I don't. I don't know how. Because like, how it works. man, just think about like, let's just say we went silent for five minutes. Mm-hmm. You don't look at your phone. Let's just say we just looked at a wall or closed our eyes. 
disappeared. And you would have out. so many different ideas just whew, go through your mind. Mm-hmm. Where do they come from? No clue. Somebody's putting them there. <clears throat> I don't know. It's kind, it's kind of weird. It's like a if a supercomputer could learn and like write, write its own sub program like a subconscious yeah and it could after a while after it learns so much that it uh, is able to go off that subconscious on where what direction it needs to go meaning in comparing that to humans it would, I would be I would say the environment that you surround yourself with is what you will end up being Oh, that's definitely true. You learn in what environment you're around. And while you're learning, you're programming your brain to be of that. That's the reason I think the Bible talks about be ye not of this world. Because there's two different mindsets, I think, that you can have. And that's good and bad. Well, yeah. I mean, I I think that one thing that... um, Christianity and Christians could do a whole lot better job of is I mean yeah I believe it's true and I'm in this camp you know in the end we win right Mm. even if I die before I see it Abraham didn't see the promised land Mm -mm. Moses didn't either you know the one right and whatever like you know like I got some crazy like just with journaling and everything I've been reading lately in scripture and just through prayers like God's really moving in my life, and I and I, I haven't figured out like what He's doing yet, and that's okay, right? Yeah. I'm just gonna keep pouring in, and I believe He'll reveal um, what needs to happen in, in His time. Uh, I believe that, and so, but just in that time is just to be, uh, like you just said, uh, meditating on the world, on the Word, and just staying in the Word. And listening to. Yeah, that's the hardest part, right? Uh, you know what I like doing? Building a fire. Just building a fire and just sitting out and just looking at it. And being quiet. And not trying my best not to think. Usually for about, when I first build the fire, I have the little sticks, right? Well, they'll burn up pretty quick. But mm-hmm. they got a good flame going, so I put the bigger sticks on top. And then once they'll get on fire pretty good, I'll make sure they're stable. I'll sit down. Well, by then, it's been probably 10, 15 minutes maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think that's enough time for my brain to be like, all right, we're going to reboot for a second. And it just shuts down. <clears throat> and I just, I just, I'm not necessarily listening for anything. Yeah. I'm just being quiet, being still. Well, there's something about that. But like my point is, is like I believe that Christians put too much effort. Not effort. That's not the right word. I want. I want to. I want to speak this clear. Is there's too much talk and walk spent on eternity rather than being present. Mm. Like it's uh, it's good to be excited about heaven and yeah. being with the Savior. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I'm excited myself, but until then, like I need to be focused on right now. Yeah. 
and I was having a, I've been having conversations with uh, several different pastors in the area. The great concern I've I've had for the community, and I've been reaching out to them and uh, discussing ideas uh, that I believe that uh, the church is failing the community. And we're in rural Alabama. It's real easy to see the needs of people. I believe it's even easier in the cities. But um, you know those food banks. Yeah. Did you know that statistically, that does more harm to the community than good? I didn't know that. How? I'll shut. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll pull those stats up. But uh, how is uh, they become reliant? Oh, yeah, I can see that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, and then when they go and there's nothing there... They ain't got nothing. They're mad. Oh, yeah. And who are they mad at? The church or the food bank. Yeah. Yeah, true. I think it's a great thing. Like, And another thing is like community garden. Like, both of those ideas I thought were great ideas. It's something I've been involved in. It's something that I've done. But they do more harm to the community than good. So how would you be an alternative? Well, I think it goes back to the phrase, and this is where people miss on the community garden, where I think it could be a hit, is this CEO saying, what about teaching a man to fish? Yeah. Would you give him a fish or teach him? Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't want to teach. Yeah. A lot of people would like to be the Savior. A lot of people don't know how. And they need to learn. Yeah. So with the community garden, maybe the best thing to do, I, I believe it's a great thing to do. I like having fresh produce. Is instead of you being the green thumb, make it a community garden. Y'all do this together and invite people who don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And then you begin to pass on information. You know what would be cool? What's that? If you started a community garden the first year, you know, and you got people to come and help, that first year you would plant the garden and you know you wouldn't necessarily give the give it to people you could just like you know have a, a community supper once a month where everybody gets together and you cook what you've grown yeah but then if you're a second year person and you come back a second year you have to plant the garden on your land somewhere but the people who started the community garden some of them will go and help i've never had a community garden in a rural area like yeah. I'm talking about, like these are literally like at apartments and like gardens out of buckets, like growing tomato plants out of buckets. Like we're talking about a larger scale. We're we're talking about um, this is like hippie stuff, is what you're talking about, and it's something I'm definitely behind. Like if you looked at it like political scale, it would be left libertarian. But when you try to make left libertarian ideas bigger than a small community, they don't work. Mm. And but that is a uh, even even some Christian practices are left libertarian um, with that, um, with what the Bible even teaches with some of these. But once again, I believe that we're missing and we're not hitting the community. Mm. Um, you know, you see, you made a comment about how we they're focused on eternity. Mm -hmm. Well, our whole lives we're we're focused on the next big event, and we're always looking for the next thing. But we're always looking ahead. I think that's why. I, they might be like that because what we when you turn uh when you're about to turn 16 what are you looking forward to turning 18 and then when after that well it used to be now not it's 21 i guess 21, but, but for us yeah 
it was 16 and, 18, and then when he turned 21 it was 21 25 and then, yeah, then my insurance 25. goes down dog yeah well then you start working by then so then you're looking at retirement the, the next vacation or yeah. the and then retirement or whatever you know but i believe i'm not going to retire i don't think retirement's a thing for me either uh, and I believe that was a myth, and that was the myth that was taught to us and sold to us. Uh, I wasn't going to go to college. I had no intentions. Like, I graduated, I didn't even want to graduate high school. Like, my senior year, I didn't try if it wasn't for, like... Wasn't you going to go to a gaming college or something? Or? Oh, that quickly fell apart. But that was your original... Or like yeah, me and Eric Adams, man. We were totally going to do it, yeah. Yeah, we was going... It was, it was down there for art. Like, uh, to learn um, graphic design, animation, stuff like yeah, that, and yeah. to be able to, like, actually do that stuff. Yeah, and I would have totally been into that, but then I looked at what it cost, mm. and then, like, it was in Atlanta. And I wasn't opposed to moving to Atlanta. It was just, I knew at that time in my life I wouldn't take it seriously because I hated school. Yeah. And so, like, man, when I graduated high school, I finished ninth somehow. Which, I mean, out of 27, but, yeah. or whatever the number, but, um, I had packed my little duffel bag and, um, I was just gonna go. I didn't tell my grandparents, didn't tell nobody. I was just gonna get in my truck and go to Mobile. And, um, my grandmother, uh, caught me out in the drive. What are you doing? I'm leaving. Where are you going? Mobile. What's in Mobile? I don't know. Where are you going to live? I don't know. What are you going to do for work? I don't know. Why don't you come back inside? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, she taught me into another time we were good friends. And um, I didn't even tell you. I didn't tell nobody. I was just going to go to Mobile. Um, Andrew and Sid, they're both going to Shelton State. Why don't you go with your friends? That's the reason I went to Shelton State. Is it? I mean, because I, I never took an ACT or SAT. Yeah. I, I had no intention. I, I didn't want college. I wasn't interested. I was going to go either right into the workforce or I was going to just randomly move to Mobile and just be homeless, <laughs> yeah. I guess. You yeah. Know? And later, life would lead me to Mobile for a time, yeah. which was kind of crazy. I kind of called that being 18 years old, but neither here nor there. That was uh, meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Meant to be. That's a pretty cool idea, though, the, the garden thing. It could really help people. Well, I think times are definitely going to get a whole lot harder with uh, inflation and everything that's going on. Like um, Taiwan, um, China has come in with their warships on uh, Taiwan property as far as like ocean, however you want to put that. Japan has already sworn allegiance to Taiwan. Australia has sworn allegiance to Taiwan, and America is supposed to, but America hasn't, and that bothers me. It's the same thing that happened with Hong Kong. It's the same thing that's going on with Cuba right now, and, man, it, it really frightens me because, like, if I could be anywhere right now, I'd be in a foreign country, you know? I, I want to I get back involved with missions, and I want to be um, just checking things out for myself because so many people talk about things that they don't know about yeah 
Or they like, talk about them like they, it's fact. Yeah. And it was like, dude, you never even left the country. You've barely been out of the state of yeah. Mississippi. You, you don't, don't, what do you know? You don't, you don't know, know anything. anything. I went to college. Great. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you work at Starbucks. Yeah. How's that working? Get me a venti latte. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Venti. And my name is Ishmael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what's your name, George? <laughs> I tell you, well, is it Arby's or no Hardy's? Maybe I can't remember where it was. It was in Amory. It was a Hardy's. It had to be. It was in Amory. We went up there and I ordered. <laughs> and Jessica had already sat down with Carly. Carly was just a baby. I think yeah. we was going to the flea market. Yeah, uh, yeah the Unless furniture flea market. Cheap love. Prerequisite to this: yeah. Andrew's always been a fool. Yeah. Well, I get up there to the, and I order. She asked for my name, and I tell her, and I go sit down. And I'm sitting there with Jessica. And I'm just, I'm already about to die laughing. And I see them putting the food on our tray, mm. and then she just picks up the ticket, looks at it. She kind of squints. She looks <laughs> over at her coworker. She shows it to her. What is it? You can see her talking, and then she gets, <laughs> she says, "Hassan Pfeffer." <laughs> Dude. She said it she said like three or four times. I'm just sitting there laughing. And Jessica's like, what kind of name is that? Our name. <laughs> I was laughing. She's like, oh, my goodness. Is that my name? I was like, yeah, go get it. <laughs> she got a wig, guy. We were, uh, oh, me and my coworker so were out to eat. I think we were at Arby's in Columbus. And uh, they was asking for names. And I went first. And I was like, <laughs> right, what's your name? I said, Bob. I tell you about this. Yeah, I think so. And uh, I get out of the way. My coworker gets up to uh, place his order. Places it. What's the name? Pootie Tank. <laughs> and that, I thought she was going to lose her mind. <laughs> and right when he said that, I looked over at them and I said, sign my pity on the, the runny side. side. <laughs> and like the you know just like we erupted and like everybody's kind of looking around I was like bleed yeah. <laughs> put it too good put it too good put it too good put it too good <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna what all restaurants do that I'm gonna have to write that down so the next time we're, we're in a town it's gotta be perfect dude I, cause I'm gonna go up and they're gonna be like name I'm like jab <laughs> <laughs> leviathan <laughs> Pinky toe. <laughs> Jeremiah. Horn frog. <laughs> Chest pubes. <laughs> that dank. <laughs> Shati. <laughs> oh, Spell that. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta spell it in threes. That's one of the words you gotta spell it in threes. S H I T H T H E A D E A D Shathid. You are the third grade spelling bee champion. Ooh. Man, what are we gonna do? Hey, uh, man, uh, video games here. Real That's quick. exactly what just popped in my head, man. Great minds. Definitely think alike. Or morons. 
<laughs> I'm sorry saying that. Morons definitely think a lot of you. Mm, fools. Fools. Man, uh, Elden Ring, you sh- you were showing me that before we got started. Yeah, and like, uh, I gotta say, you were absolutely right because you sent me that. Let's talk about this one first. It's like, so they have a new Lord of the Rings game coming out from the perspective of Gollum. And my immediate comment was, why the hell would I want to be Gollum? Yeah. Smeagol, whatever. Smeagol. It's like, okay. I want to walk around and be, just be a thief and like just manipulate. I was like, yeah. okay, you sneak around. Yeah. Uh, well, how, like, how, how would it? And then you come, I was like, well, what about the powers? Well, uh, what kind of powers? It, I put the ring on and I go invisible. Yeah. You never know. I mainly send it to you because you all the time run your mouth about Lord of the Rings, how much you love it. Oh, I do love it. Well, that's a, just another perspective. And so that's why I thought you would like it. Yeah, and I crapped all over and it. And you didn't. So <laughs> you know what? I went and found a better one. Yeah, you did. You knocked it out of the park with this one. So, like, I'm a huge Dark Souls fan. And these are from software, the guys who make Dark Souls, Bloodborne. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that. Stupid hard games. Yeah, and so it's called Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. And I set the release uh, next January year. January 22nd, 23rd, 2022. So for all you gamers out there, if you have any excitement about video games and hard games, there's a game called Elden Ring coming. Yeah, it looks sick. It looks it looks really really cool. It's it's like a the mechanics look just like something that yeah, comes from yeah, from the software. Yeah, definitely looks. You can definitely tell where it's coming from. But it also is a it's an open world based game too, which I think is pretty cool. Being Dark Souls, if it's anything like. The open world games that I've played, you know, I just finished a, a really long one that goes. Yeah, Sushi. yeah, yeah. Talk about that one a little <laughs> bit, dude. I wanted to review that, that one. I that playing that game, like I went, I watched uh, TED TV on mm. YouTube mm. or TED ED or something like that. I don't know. It's like educational videos, but they're like it's the same folks that do TED talks. Yeah, same people. Uh, but uh, I even I've watched probably I don't know four or five hours of that really happened what that game did it wasn't the same people and they didn't use the same names and that's that particular story that we did probably didn't happen but the mongols did invade japan Mm -hmm. they did and and the island of tsushima was the first one one of the first that they hit so that part is true Mm -hmm. and that it just i don't know that it it encased me Over 
days we were dreaming There were black days in the red room of your anger The roses were treating and blooming again But the song was my heart slowly You know the difference between a ninja and a samurai? I know what a samurai is. Ninjas like a f- can be a form of martial art, ninjutsu, and it's more hand-to-hand type. They have a lot of little secret weapons, but samurai have a lot too that a lot of people don't know about. A lot of people think, what do you think about a samurai? Samurai sword. I think honor. But I'm talking about it's weapon, weapon-wise. Oh, yeah, the sword. S- sword. But um, they were were samurai. Yeah, I was going to say there's samurai that was nothing but archers. You know, there was samurai archers. And then there's, but they got all kind of like kunai. Kunai Kunai is like a uh, long pointy throw a knife with a little piece of cloth on the ring at the end. That's right. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. But uh, what what, what was you? So, yeah. So the difference between a samurai and a ninja and I believe it is the way that people approach people today. Um, 
there is honor and there is dishonor. Mm. Uh, a samurai will always fight you honorably. And you always know how he fights. Mm-hmm. He's going to do everything honestly. Mm-hmm. Now, think about like in professional sports specifically. Let's, let's take uh, fighting uh, with, uh, well, you won't do wrestling. But um, boxing, MMA, UFC, bare knuckle. Uh, is it honorable or dishonorable? In your opinion. It's honorable into a sense because they have a referee who controls it. And both parties know the rules. Yeah. And they know what they can it's, and cannot do. Yeah, it's dishonorable as... There will be cheap shots. You don't know what's coming. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, there's honor in that. But, I mean, you can study the game film, right? So, the thing about a ninja that differs from a samurai is ninjas are dishonorable. Yeah. they call it, That's what the ghost is and. So he ends up, they call him the ghost because he's dishonorable. He's yeah. poisoned. He uses poison. That's right. Think about like. Assassinates. Uh, smoke screens. Uh, like, man, there's these old Sticky bombs. Yeah. I mean, anything like coming to you at, you know, 3.30 in the morning just to assassinate you and just in the, yeah. in the night. Mm-hmm. A samurai would never do that. No. Gonna, A samurai is going to meet you face to face on the battlefield. Ring the doorbell. Yeah. Be like, come on. Ring. Come out. Come on, say. So, like, even think about like, with you. Mm, yes, we must do. We must do this battle. You are dishonoring me. Both was a part of, uh, I want to say, Japanese culture, if, if I'm not mistaken. Samurais and ninjas. Is that correct? Uh, ninja, ninja. Or would ninja be more ninja Chinese? Ninja might be more Chinese mainland. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that's I the whole point is, like, ninjas were used, like, for assassinations and, like, for very uh, dishonorable things. And if a samurai and a ninja fought, yeah, I think a ninja would win. Probably. Nine out of ten times. Depending on the setting. But because, yeah, like like you said, poison. Or maybe even, the, like, they would have something to, like, mess with your... Vi- maybe it would be just throwing sand in your eye. The ninja would. Like, there's no... there's there, You know, what is it? There's no rules in love or war? Yeah. Is that what they say? I don't who's they. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but they say it. So, like, I mean, if I throw sand in your eyes and I can get myself an advantage, I'm going to. Let me tell you what the ninja's going to do to this samurai. And that's why I think, like, professional fighting is honorable in that regard because there are a set amount of yeah. rules, and that's why bar fight's usually dishonorable. Because oh, if yeah. I can come across you with a beer bottle Guess what's or happening. pool stick, Guess what's happening. that's what's going to happen. Now you're getting your teeth knocked out. Yeah. I did. <clears throat> Let me tell you what this ninja's gonna do this samurai. He gonna plan it. Plan to fight him tomorrow. Mm. When that samurai go to sleep, that gonna ninja, that. ninja gonna go in that window. He gonna slit that throat. That's, so that's what, the thing that's about it, right? Happen. Did that's you ever? Did you ever like this is back in the day? Do you remember uh, Ninja Gaiden? Gaiden. Yeah. You ever, mm. you ever mess with? It? I think I have it. At the it's home. hard game. Yeah, I think I have it at the PlayStation. PlayStation, PlayStation Two, Xbox Three Sixty. I think I got it for PlayStation Two. Yeah, it was incredibly a tough game. Yeah, it's but that was hard. a perfect example of like Ninja. It's like it's all about deceit. Yeah, that's what Ninja is. Like Samurai is all about being honorable, and it's all about like remember if you don't perform well in battle, you have to kill yourself. 
Yeah. You didn't honor yourself. Mm-hmm. You had to dishonor it. You yeah. had to end it. The Last Samurai, <clears throat> Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. one of the most accurate and um, as far as portraying culture ever seen. Beautiful story. Yeah, that's a good movie. Have you seen 43 Ronin? Oh, uh, well, Keanu Reeves? Yeah. I didn't watch that one. Is it good? I really like that one. That one is, it's not like The Last Samurai. I mean, it's not, but it's still a good movie. It's still a cool story. Yeah, and 43 Ronin is an actual thing. Yeah, yeah. I was I was a little bit I was a little bit worried about the way they portrayed it. You know, Hollywood they they do Hollywood, you know? Yeah. And like for some of those stories and like we can go into this with uh my beef with uh and I thought Peter Jackson done a wonderful job with Lord of the Rings. He destroyed the Hobbit though. That was awful. But um Harry Potter wasn't the films aren't the films are enjoyable. But if you read the books before you saw the films, you're kind of let down. You're done. That's what killed me. That's the reason I only read three books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'd rather see the movie. By the time that Rick uh, <clears throat> got to the third book, the movie, first movie come out, and it was, I was young, and it was not like the book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, it was out the gate. It wasn't even like, you know, in the first Harry Potter movie, which is fine, and everything that they'd done. I mean, it made a lot of money and it was successful, and I mean, it was enjoyable. I I'll watched never, them. I'll never forget that that night that because my mom and dad took me to the theater. This on it was it's shut down now that over there uh, on Old Eighty Two. Oh yeah, yeah, right by Subway. I remember it. Yeah, that's where they took me because I remember walking in and some guy, look, a kid my age, was walking out. He says, "You going to see Harry Potter?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, it's awesome. It's so good. It's so amazing. You know, I feel like the only information, now that I sit here and think, I feel like the only information I've got as far as what a ninja is is from video games and movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never really thought looked about up, looked up like, like actual what it meant facts, to be. Actual facts of a ninja. Like, because you think about how many ninja stuff we've seen. In our lifetime. Oh, dude, I mean, you Three both ninjas. are just obsessed with it. Three ninjas. Teenage Nin- Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. I mean, Power Rangers, which was, they was doing, like, the same moves and stuff. I mean, we, we've we had that our whole lives. Yeah, that's right. Beetlebots. You remember that show? I do remember. <laughs> Beetlebots. Well, that's a throwback. Yeah, for real, man. That I, I still got one of the little. You might be from the movies. 90s. Yeah, for real. Ooh, another show I used to watch, Gundam Wing. Oh, yeah. I used to collect collect them toys. I had them, too. Me and Morgan Pugh. Morgan Pugh had every freaking one of them. I was so jealous. <laughs> oh, man. Remember, like, Pokemon cards and stuff? We saw some the other day. We went to Amber. I've never seen that many Pokemon cards in one spot Jeez. at one Walmart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, I walked up in the toy section... And I saw the tens, and I was like, "Oh, look, they got tens. And I looked beside it, and I was like, "Oh, they got boosters." And you looked down, and I looked down, and I was like, "Oh my, they got, they got a whole set. They got elite uh, booster boxes down here." I was like, I've never. And then we get up front. Did you see the ones up front? Was it by the cash register? There was there was two hundred booster packs up front by the cash register. At least two hundred. Do you think like uh, maybe it was just where we were at, and people just aren't into it there, or they just <laughs> that might be it? I know. Now that we're out of quarantine and stuff, that 
Pokemon stuff has kind of went down. Everybody was watching it and everybody was into it there for a while because we didn't have nothing else to do. And now that's kind of everybody's going back to work. <laughs> and life and is returning. Life is returning back yeah. to normal schools back in. I mean, even with the podcast, man, I had more downloads, you know, back during the pandemic. Yeah. Well, people I didn't have nothing to do. do now. Right. And, uh, yeah, totally. Ain't it crazy how a pandemic happens in the 20s of every century? Something about it. They say that, uh, and I agree with this, that history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. Mm. I bought that fourth turning book. Did you? I got it today. I was so excited. Oh, man, dude. Yeah. It, it's more than I thought it would be. I didn't think it was going to be. It's a book, book. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like when I, when I shared it on my social media, I was like, this is very dense. Yeah. And it will take you a lot of time to read because there will be times where you might have read four pages and you'll you'll need to put it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a very dense work. I figure it's going to be something like I'm going to have to work and study on it as I'm reading, highlight stuff. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about like I want to get a hard copy. Cuz uh, when I opened it up and saw it had like charts and uh graphs and stuff i was like wow this is like a math yeah and textbook. they they cite and they they tell you everything that they use i'm yeah. telling you it's a really good work and like i believe that uh as a nation maybe because it is u.s centric that we are when in the fourth turning book we would need to google that is it it was a long time ago right fourth turning yeah um in the 80s didn't mm, uh, no that would no uh i thought i thought i remembered that way but Let's see. Just give me a second here. Got you a new light. I replaced it because of your comment last time. It didn't look the same. That's LED, baby. It's bright. I like it. It's like tanning bed in here. They, I bought that from Lowe's, and I guess they wanted me to hardwire it in. Do you, I haven't hit this yet. I had to literally like cut a c- computer cable just to be able to plug it into the socket. Really? Yeah, yeah I see like, it now. I, I'm not gonna hardwire that thing into the. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna do that. No. It was 1996. Okay, but still, that's. I mean, that's what 20 years ago. And this, and the book's just getting like very. It's just like 1984. Orwell. Everyone's reading those books right now. Yeah. Because Orwell, I mean, it. Uh, and everyone is into V for Vendetta, you know. Mm. Because, like, there's a virus, and then the government will call lockdown, and, like, you know, V for Vendetta, what it's all about with the hackers and everything. It's it's crazy, like, think about 1984, Orwell. Like, there's a lot of good points that are coming true in that book. I'm not saying that uh, it is. Uh, the fourth turning makes a lot of valid points. What do you think? Uh, let's go off the deep end. Sorry, John. But, um... So there's a statistic. 37% of Democrats on the West Coast want to secede from the Union. 55, no, 45% of independents in the Midwest want to secede from the Union. And I think it was 75% of Republicans want in the South want to secede from the Union. Now, granted, this poll, 
they only but this this is what's crazy about a poll they uh they charted polled 2750 people mm-hmm. and with there's 366 you have to account for the illegal immigrants so maybe um 390 Oh, that's a bit much. Three hundred and seventy million people in America. Yeah, that's about. And they right. polled two thousand seven hundred fifty. Yeah. That they say that that's a, to get a good number. Have you ever been polled for anything? Never. I've never been polled for anything in my life. Well, I don't. If it comes to the mail, uh, then I just throw it away. If it doesn't look important, I think I, I think they polled through a phone call, which uh, we probably wouldn't answer anyway, because we don't answer calls that we don't know. Exactly. Well, I do, but they don't talk long. Yeah, so that's just a recording. But anyway, it was like, and then they began to talk about like how they could like split the U.S. off, and now we're just having fun for anyone freaking out and be like, "Oh my God, they're just they're talking about civil war." No, we're let's just have a little fun. So like, what if the U.S. broke off into how many pieces would it need to break into? I think five. Yeah. West Coast, Texas by itself, the Gulf Coast, maybe reaching up to Tennessee and maybe the Carolinas, maybe Kentucky. You have the Northeast, then you have the Midwest. That's my breakdown. Yeah. That'd be good. That would work. That's about how it was. But you know the – you know what's crazy? If Louisiana – Mississippi, Alabama, Florida seceded from the Union. You know what? Maybe even Georgia. You know what immediately happened? Hmm. We'd be invaded, and they would destroy our most beautiful cities. Probably because of our ports. If Oregon seceded, you could totally get away with it. Yeah. As far as like, yeah, Oregon. If you can sustain yourself, go try and do it. But like, you want to take out the Gulf in a port? I yeah. don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that you know Mobile was a pretty, uh, I wouldn't say popular, but a, a, a necessity during the world world wars. I mean, the ports them in and out there. I mean, That's there right. was a lot of a lot of warships, a lot of stuff left out of there. And mm-hmm. It was it was vital that it stayed you know secure. Mm-hmm. And they they not only did they come there's in there's a out, lot of there's they have a, people protecting that. I think about Pascagoula of Ingalls. I think about Mobile of Ossel, who they build warships. Yeah, um, they build our navy ships. Um, I think about Louisiana. I think about New Orleans. It's a prominent port. Um, Florida is is a key. Uh, like, I guess it's just being by water. I don't know, but like, and I feel like. Texas could definitely be its own thing. I mean, they have their own farming. They have their own technology. They have the, like, Texas could be their own. Yeah. You know, uh, if I, and like, I'm, we're just having fun. I don't mean any of this, but I can't really think of another state that could maybe make it on their own. Cause at one time I would say California, but Not anymore. I, I don't, I don't think. I don't think California could do it anymore. A lot of them people that was in California and Texas now. They are. What's that mean? Think about Elon. He went to Texas. Well, what's that mean? They destroy one, they go to another. Destroy it, go to another. Eventually, they're going to make it to us. <laughs> well, no. Well, maybe. But, like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. 
Probably. <laughs> God. You know, they put up a billboard in West Texas, like on the border. It's like for people that were moving to Texas from California. Yeah. What does it say? Um, it said, uh, leave the way you voted in California or something like that. Yeah. Protecting their own. I, like, what, I mean, what do you think? Is um, I'm, I'm for voter rights and all this. I don't think it's suppressive at all to make people have an ID to vote. Yeah, I think you need to prove who you are. Yeah. I think it's important. Yes. Um, when I go to buy alcohol or if I buy a firearm or... It's fair. It's honorable. Yeah, it's honorable. But, like, we're talking about the difference between a ninja and a samurai. Yeah. Um, and, like, Kamala Harris's... Uh, did you say that, that uh, she talked about us? About who? Us. Poor stuff? People, uh, yeah, poor stuff specifically. Uh, shout out, Kamala. <laughs> Woo! Favorite VP. Uh, no, like, she she was talking about, like, the how suppressive these Republican voting laws are trying to pass in, like, Texas and these different states are. And they was like, they don't understand these rural people. Uh, they don't have internet. They have to go to a bigger city and use a Kinko's. Kinko's was been out of business for 15 years. <laughs> they were bought by FedEx. Yeah. It's like, how out of touch of reality are you? And by the way, I'm rural. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me like I'm a second-class citizen of your country. Like you're deplorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, dude, like... She's probably never even been down here. Exactly. No. She's probably never it's even like, been. Right. She don't know. It's one of them people you were talking about earlier that... They talk about something like everything they say is fact. Yeah, it's like, dude, you don't know. You don't know. How do you know? And by the way, like, I don't, I really don't care if you ever come. I don't want you to come. That was an invitation. Yeah. Um, Stay up there. Had, when I was staying down in Foley, like, uh, you know, stayed down there in, uh, with Sid for the 4th. 4th of July. And um, one of the people in the group, they had come to Kennedy uh, for a spell with Sid. And uh, they said, no offense. But uh, I would never live in Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And I said, good. Yeah, we don't want you. We don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It ain't for everybody. It's not. It's not. But why, it's like when you get accustomed to it, though, it's just like that's what, that's what it is. It's what you are. I love being able to go outside. Yeah. In the morning, in my boxers, taking a nice old long piss, and not having to worry about somebody seeing me. You know, I like walking. Unless up. it's Bigfoot. He might be watching me. Oh, I don't Lord. Know. Oh, Bigfoot. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Check us out. <laughs> hey, little mama. I'm a, I'm a bit of an odd guy. I like to walk out on the back porch in the morning. Take the morning piss and just go. Woo! <laughs> That's the best thing to do. You can't do that anywhere else. No, you can't. I mean, my, go out. my neighbor's accustomed to sometimes it. Sometimes I like. Dude's an out, idiot. <laughs> I like to go outside sometimes myself, and, and and some mornings I'll take a piss and I'll just shoot off a couple of clips, my AR, <laughs> wake the birds up. <laughs> Ammo's expensive. Right we have now. been going. Yeah, we have been going to war with the mockingbirds lately. Did you see the shotgun set up by the yeah, door? Yeah. So like we find, you know how long you you've, you've been messing with us for over twelve years now. You've been over here on the Aldridge compound. Yeah. Is um how long have we wanted purple martins? For a long time, as long as I can remember. 
They're hard to get. We finally got them. Really? So, like, when we put the gourds up in the backyard, and, like, I, t- I told them when they were, I didn't help them do it. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a waste of time. I was like, it will never work. If it didn't work at the pond, because Martin's, like, um, visibility. They like a big open field. Yeah. They like being around water. Yeah. And I was like, on top of that, the reason that you want Martins is not even accurate. They don't eat mosquitoes. Yeah. So, it didn't help. They got it hung up. What happened? Blue Jays moved in. Yeah. Blue Jays used the gourds. They they had Blue Jays are rare now. Like, I've know. got a shitload of them. Well, we, you don't ever. I don't ever see them. We don't shoot them. But those, I hate mockingbirds. Yeah, that and starlings. That's the two worst enemy of a Martin. What are your thoughts of like a whooper wheel? Those red-eyed devils. Those that's got like the beak starts between their eyes on top yeah. of their head. You see them on dirt roads? That's a demon bird. Fly. That's a demon bird. Whooper wheel. Whooper wheel. That's the, that's the soul of a dead witch I'm in the form of a bird. But anyway, we finally got Martins. And so like you sit out on the back porch and like me and dad are both into bird watching like yeah. i like to get home from work and sit on the porch and like, yeah, just watch just watch because like the birds fight yeah like we had mm-hmm. cardinals we had bluebirds especially that mockingjay mockingjay will go after a crow they'll go after a crow a we have mockingjays they'll go after a cat they will we have hawk we, well the hawk's gone the hawk ain't been here for a while but i always like watching him because like yeah, I get saw, them, I saw get like Martins. You ever seen a, a hawk go after a mockingbird? Uh-uh. It's seen. hilarious. And it's only hilarious because I hate mockingbirds. Yeah, it's usually the other way around. They'll go after a hawk too if there's more. Yeah, because like what happened was these mockingbirds, it was three of them. And this is why I like bird watching is fuck is cool yeah. to me. It's like they were heckling this hawk. Like the hawk was he was sitting up in the highest point in this dead tree. He was just looking up at <coughs> things. You know, in, in the back 40. Mm. And uh, I saw these mockingbirds land on a tree not too far away, and they were all just looking at him and just doing what a mockingbird does. And then he's bowed up, and he darted at them. Yeah. And they just scatter. Mm. And he's fl- he picks one, and he just darts. And he's he's got his talons out, yeah. and he's, like, going in for the kill. Mm-hmm. And he catches it. Oh, yeah! I was like, man, National Geographic. Right yeah, here. you know what's crazy? At, right, you know, you called me what two hours ago, two yeah. hour and a half ago, and you asked me if I want what I was doing. Yeah, right before you called me, I was watching a video on birds, and here is a bird fact for you: mm. falcons. Falcon. You know they're different than hawks and eagles. Falcon bunch. You. That's what I'm gonna talk about. Do you know that's a real thing? Are you serious? I'm serious as a heart attack. It's, it's crazy because they even mentioned that. The guy even says in the video, yeah, falcon punch is a real thing. But what falcons have small, weak claws. Is that right? Hawks and have eagles have big, big strongs. Talons. That's what they grab with. Mm-hmm. Falcons will dive at their prey. And they would literally punch it in the back and break its spine. Are you kidding me? I watched one do it to a duck. He almost cut that duck in half. They and some of some of the falcons can reach like two hundred miles an hour diving. They turn themselves into a freaking missile. <laughs> They're flying at the ground <laughs> like a nuclear bomb, and they just 
whop, right in the back. I and like the ducks did. I like doing that. Like, there's a guy in Memphis. I want to have him on the podcast. He supposedly started the birds aren't real movement, the conspiracy theory with like the birds and I've, pigeons. I've heard of that, but I've never investigated just, it. Like, surveillance for the government but i'm telling you is like my fascination with birds the older i get the more fascinated i become by yeah. them animals yeah they're awesome is they birds are, are like cool. I, and i wonder is this because i'm so damn jealous that they can fly and i can't might be might be because flying would be pretty that. cool flying would be awesome where would you go anywhere i wanted to. exactly <laughs> anywhere exactly Without like, a problem. I'd like to fly through a cloud. You know when a rain cloud's full and it's right before it drops the rain, the, the average the average size of them, the average weight of them is a million pounds. Are you kidding me? No. Makes sense. Think oh. about how hard it rained today. At my, at my house, it come a flood. That's a lot of weight. It's so crazy, like, uh, you know, working in Starville. Yeah. And then, like, if the storm hits right, like the storm, I, I literally take the storm home with me, so to speak, because yeah, you know, everything here goes west. I do too. Yeah, it's like so. You know what I'm talking You're about? You're either in front of it or behind it. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully one one of those, not yeah, in the middle, of not it. in the middle of it. Um, and that's always a comment that um, I had this guy from. We were hanging out in Foley. Um, shout out to him. They do the uh, SIDS on this podcast. It's the. Uh, K-O, shoot, let me do a proper shout out. I hear the crickets outside. I hear them crickets. They're just a chirping. You know a good set of movies that I wish I, wish I owned? And it's a uh, M Night M Night Shyamalan. Okay, so they're they're. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. M Night M Night Shyamalan. The, Are you a fan of his work? I he's love, hit or miss for me. I love Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. That is an incredible set of movies. I re- especially Split. John McAvoy or whatever his name is. That guy. If he didn't win Best Actor <coughs> for that. Should have won Oscar. Oh my goodness, dude! He did. He's got tw- like twenty three different personalities, and he just switches just like that. In front of, and like the pressure that I will be on me to have to do that would be unbearable. Unbearable. All right, so uh, the podcast that Sid is on, and uh, this is this cat's from Boston, and he's military. Uh, somehow ended up in Foley. Him and Sid are boys, and their podcast is called K.O. Well, Cornerman. K, spell with a K, Cornerman. Okay, I got you. Yeah. And um, they're doing a lot of great work. I highly recommend that podcast if you're into MMA. Um, they just had the voice of the MMA on their podcast, and it was so dope hearing my boy Sid Talk to a voice that I've known for a long time and ask yeah. great questions. So shout out to the cornerman. But Jeremy, uh, you know, we we were just getting to know each other. Um, they're neighbors. That's uh-huh. Sid's neighbor. And so yeah. he walked over and we're all hanging out on the back porch. And uh, this is a great conversation. 
is uh, he's like, where are you from, man? Where are you staying? I said, North Alabama. Around where I was like, where Sid's from? Kennedy, Tuscaloosa. Oh, and I'm, and even uh, when I had the stiff tones stay with me, yeah, they acknowledged this, and like, I didn't know that people were so aware of our area. Maybe it's James Spann that done it. I don't know. Oh, it might be. But like the first thing out of his mouth was, y'all get really bad storms there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah He's do. like, what's that like? And I was like, I don't know. You live down here on the coast now. It's like at least you have a week to prepare for that hurricane that's going to yeah. come knock the hell out of you. Yeah. I was like, think about me. It's like a storm brews up in Kansas, and by the time it gets to – Louisiana, it looks like it's going to be a tornado that's just going to tear Mississippi and Alabama apart. Yeah. And you literally, it could just pop up right right on top of your house. Yeah. I was like, what do you do? Take, you, take you just a, live, man. Yeah, you you just, could be taking a dump and the walls yeah. start moving. <laughs> yeah, you could be asleep and not know. Yeah, not know. What, what a better way to go, I guess. I, you'll just, know. It'll wake you up. You'll, you, that, would, that would suck. <laughs> we'll be... Uh, you ain't gonna sleep through it. Well, if another. you do, you took lots of melatonin, <laughs> lots, lots deep sleep. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like man, people are like finally recognizing like, oh yeah, I get tore up by tornadoes. <laughs> right? It's like yeah, Oklahoma ain't the only tornado alley. No, not for real. I saw some guy had predicted that there's gonna be a hurricane hit the Carolina coast later this year. He said it's gonna be like Category Six biggest hurricane ever. Do they make those? No. <laughs> no, that's what he said, though. It's going to be a Category 6. <laughs> like, All right, guy. What we'll see. Say? We'll see. I screen recorded it so I could remember the date. I want you to teach me how to do that. Okay. Um, anything else to do? No. I, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. Andrew, it was so good to have you on again. Thank hey, you. everybody that's listening, um, man, rate and review the show. Subscribe to the YouTube channel so that we can get up to 100. And uh, we are slowly working on like video equipment. We're upgrading all our equipment little by little. And it's, it's all because of what you do. Uh, you can go to storefrontier slash porchtalk.com. You can support the pressing of the record by getting... Any of the gear, we have V-necks, T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, even uh, koozies. Uh, you can order it there. Um, and thank you all so much for supporting the show. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. Bye. Started burning my tired eyes I brought all my favorite records I've heard them all a hundred times Up ahead there's a truck stop It feels like some cosmic apology You wake up and ask why we're stopping I said just go on back to sleep I just need to get out I 
on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.